What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mike Zuniga Films Podcast. So, I'm on the road right now. I just got done. Uh, I finished filming an event, and I felt like this would be a good time just to talk about, you know, my tips and tricks, strategies on filming an event. Um, whether you are just one person or you have an assistant um, as a filmmaker. So, with that being said, let's get right into it. Alright, so filming an event. What do I mean by events? So events can range from anything like, let's say, weddings. Um, It can be like, uh, let's see, like galas or banquets, for example. And you're there to basically cover people speaking, there to get some highlights, um, and there to basically grab all of the best moments of that. And you're going to put those together and make them into uh, like a highlight video, like maybe two to five minute uh, length of a highlight video. So each event is its own beast in itself. So weddings, I can go into detail on, you know, filming weddings. I can go into detail filming specifically for like banquets and things like that with a bunch of speakers. But I'm just going to give um, an overview because there's a lot of things that overlap for all events. And the first thing I want to talk about is is going to be your gear. Now, gear is important because if you're filming an event and you you want to make sure that the video is good quality, um, I'm going to just let you know like what I use. So when it comes to gear, I like to have at least two cameras when it comes to an event, okay? The reason why is because one is capturing the speeches or people speaking, let's say at a podium, for example, and the other one is roaming around. So that's going to usually get, you know, the whole crowd. It's going to get some B-roll, action shots, people's reaction. Most of the time when I'm recording and I need to get someone to get a speaker but also get action shots in between I like to have at least an assistant one assistant because it's really difficult to especially if the speeches are important it's really difficult to be monitoring the camera and that's you know filming the speaker and monitoring or moving with the other camera that's you know getting all the action shots so I highly recommend at least having an assistant. Now, there will come a time, or maybe, you know, when you're starting out, that you're the only one-man band. Like, you, you, you can only do it yourself. And maybe you have one camera and you're asked to cover the, um, you know, you're asked to cover the whole event. So, honestly, I'm just going to say that that's going to be really hard. I've done that starting out. And that's difficult, but it's doable. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you're there to film an event and you're only one person um, and you're there to just film highlights, that's totally fine. And that would work because, you know, you don't really have to worry too much about audio. But that's why I recommend you have to have at least two people with audio. So... 
Second piece of gear that's very important is the cameras specifically. Now when it comes to the cameras, the one that is filming a speaker, um, I use the Sony a7 III. Um, usually for both cameras, they would be Sony a7 III. They're just really uh, versatile and I like using them, especially in low light situations when you're indoors. Um, when it comes to the uh, zoom lens on that, I have the 70-200. It's a Canon uh, f 2.8. It's great for you know um, zooming in, getting a good tight shot on the speaker. As for the other secondary camera, it's another Sony A7 III with a 24 to 70 um, f 4 zoom lens. I like that because it's it's, it's a good range for moving around. Um, now, when it comes to audio, this is very important. I, since I'm recording with two cameras and I'm recording the speaker, for example, I like to record separately on a separate audio recorder and I use the Zoom H6. Um, so let's say the speaker is mic'd up with the clip-on mic, I attach the transmitter to the Zoom H6 recorder, and that way it's continuously recording the audio, and I don't have to worry about, you know, whether I stop or pause or whatever happens to the cameras, because the audio is still going, and I'm always going to get that audio as long as the audio recorder is recording. Um, in the past, there's been times when, you know, you would attach the I've done it before. Um, this was when I was just first starting out and I learned my lesson, but I would attach the clip-on mic transmitter directly to the camera, the main camera that is recording the speaker. And let's say I stop recording, then it's gonna stop recording the audio as well. So that's why I like to record separately on a different audio recorder. Okay, so now that we got the gear set, um, let's see, in terms of cameras, let's go into uh, tripods, definitely a tripod is good for the camera that is filming the speaker. As for the one that's roaming around and moving, I like to use my, uh, Zion, the Zion Smooth 4, or sorry, Zion Crane 2. Um, other people have used the Zion Ronin S, and you know, those pistol grip type uh, gimbals. They're great because they're light, they're compact, and they're not as expensive as other gimbals in the past. And that way, you can really roam around um, and get the, you know, those smooth shots that you want for the actual video itself. Um, so we went over cameras, we went over lenses, we went over the types of stabilizers from tripods to gimbals, and let's see here the next. The next thing when it comes to filming events is to, you know, it's the candid moments that you need to get, right? So that's a very important thing too because it's a going it's going to be a mix of, you know, telling people to smile, to, you know, pose, things like that, basically stage type shots. And then the other part of it is getting those real, um, you know, candid natural 
shots that just happen organically. That's very important too. When I'm filming and let's say I'm, you know, this is more so for like the roaming around camera and I'm roaming around, I'm always scanning the room. I'm always looking to see, you know, who's smiling, you know, who's in a group, who's laughing together. And I try not to, what I notice is if you get up close to people and they notice you filming, if they're laughing just naturally, all of a sudden some people will freeze or they might look away from the camera and then they won't be themselves. So um, most people are camera shy and that's why it's important to really stay at a farther distance or kind of like hide yourself um, away so that they won't see you and to where you're able to get a close enough shot to get that candid moment. Um, that's very important. So, you know, that's that's something that um, most people tend to forget, but kind of anticipating and kind of getting a feel for the room, for the crowd, for the people, that's something that will really help you in the long run. So that is, that goes along the lines of, you know, making sure everything is, is good, it's set, and you know where you're positioning yourself. So now that I said that, positioning yourself is another good point that I want to talk about. Um, when it comes to positioning yourself, um, now we'll start off with a speaker, right? So if you're filming a speaker, it's really good to get them speaking to where or in a position to where, like, let's say the microphone is not in front of their face or blocking their face. That's very important because if you're filming directly in front of them and the, and the microphone is directly in front of them, then it doesn't really look that appealing to have a microphone in front of their face. So that's why I kind of place the the um, the camera slightly at an angle, either left or right, so that it's able to get, still able to get all of their face speaking um, but the mic will not be directly in front of them. Um, and another point to remember is, let's say now you're on the roaming camera. So if you're on the roaming camera, um, you know, there's going to be times when you might need to get the shot, but be considerate of the people sitting down and are watching the event instead of, you know, standing directly in their face in front of them uh, and blocking their line of sight, you know, it's important to before you go when when you go to the event is to scan the scan the event space look at the the stage you know where people are going to be sitting where um other photographers are going to be and you know make sure to usually what i do is if i am if i have to get a shot and i'm going to be staying in front of people i'm going to you know duck down a little bit kneel down and get the shot um you know when it comes to weddings for example if you're filming inside a church um you know i would have one main camera in the back and it's like in the back of the aisle and i'm you know filming directly straight down and i'm getting both the bride and groom now with the roaming camera, I'm either I'm on either side of the um, of the church. For example, uh, I wouldn't step on the altar. Um, that's where you know the bride and groom, and let's say the the priest or the officiant is, and you want to respect that space. So I I'm on the sides of of like 
a space like that and it goes for other event spaces as well um instead of directly being or being directly in the middle um so i'm usually on the sides i'm roaming around i'm getting the crowd so um unless you necessarily have to get the shot of them you know being close up or whoever a speaker walking up to the stage and you need to get a close up of them and you absolutely need to get that shot just get it quickly and then get out so that's just the best way of doing it or else you it's it's kind of annoying if you're up there and you are moving around the whole time blocking a lot of people um but the really important thing is if you're uh, if you're professional um it's the best thing to do is to plan the shot you want get it and then get out of the shot if, if, or get out of the that area up front if necessary um so there you go those are my tips uh, my my brief uh tips advice and strategy when it comes to filming events um let's recap here so first thing we talked about is the gear the different types of gear stabilizers um you know next thing is i think what we just talked about is to make sure to position yourself know your positioning uh third thing that we just talked about um i'm blanking right now i just totally forgot <laughs> sorry guys i am i'm uh, i'm on the road too so i have to pay attention to the road so um a lot of a lot of info a lot of ideas going through my mind but um you can just go back and uh listen through it again but anyways with that being said i hope you found this um episode to be helpful if you did please share this with someone that you know will benefit from it and also if you are planning on purchasing your next video gear i created a video gear buyer's guide that you can download for free the link is in the description so thank you again for listening and i'll see you on the next episode peace